Hello and welcome to the third out. I am your host Bryson French here with Noah Whiskey today. We are one week into the MLB season. It has been an amazing week. So much baseball to watch. It's been so much fun. How are you doing, Noah? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, first week of baseball. Uh, you know, open day was last Thursday. Recording a little bit later in the week, kind of giving us a little bit more more to talk about. You know, if yeah. we would record it on Tuesday like we usually do, there wouldn't be a wouldn't be as much to talk about. Yeah. Have you been crazy busy? It doesn't. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, I mean, school's starting to slow down a little. See, it with my online classes, I'm the opposite as you. As the classes go on, the less busy I get. Yeah. So I, I got about two weeks left of this set of classes. I guess it's the end yeah. of the semester. So yeah, so it's not too bad. Uh, you've gotten busier. I, I don't know like. that I have because I think what it is is I think we're both just busy when the other one's free because yes. I am not busy at all. And then like when you get free, I'll have like a like a society sports game or something for like the rest of the evening. And it's just I don't feel like either of us are that busy. And then our our schedules just haven't aligned recently. Normally when we put off recording for a couple of days, it's because we're both busy. Just don't feel like that's been entirely the case this time. Yeah, it's been one of us or the other. I mean, what was it? Tuesday that we typically do. I think you said you couldn't do it until nine, but then I had like basketball game at nine. Yes, that's what it was. I was kind of wiped out after that. Yes. And then on Wednesday, I went to uh, Bert Crusher's uh, uh, comedy show here. And then that lasted way longer than I thought it was going to because I was trapped in a parking garage for an hour and then thursday evening i had we kind of have a, a special easter service thing we do here at school and then i had another basketball game after that so that was my thursday evening but school work hasn't been bad i've been free earlier in the day but i know yeah. you have work and stuff then. so but yeah it's it's school is winding down uh, that is crazy yeah really is you're getting ready to graduate you know get ready to go off onto the into the real world of being an accountant. Yep. <laughs> as real as that could ever be. So uh, let's avoid that and just get into some baseball. Yeah. So let's hop into it. Yeah. We, we got quite a bit of topics here. It'll kind of be rapid fire for the most part is what it seems like. I mean, we got kind of a random show. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is probably how it's going to be most of the time now, you know, with baseball yeah. starting kind of just talking about what's going on. You know, we'll have, we'll have our team of the month and, power rankings and all that but yeah i mean this may become a normal you know just kind of talking talking about the week in baseball what we got let's see so we got what one two we got like 15 topics to get through here yeah they're short they're short uh basically headline type things that we can talk about first off though um we need to update the people on our new favorite teams how, how about them rockies well, the last I looked, they were like zero and four, so or something like that. I haven't really seen much. Uh, here we go. They're so uh, actually, they're our, our teams are playing tonight. That's no, exactly Rock- what I just realized. Yeah, well, my team's doing better than yours. We're three and four, uh, but we are down six uh, one. Finally, yeah, some we- offense for my team. Yeah, I mean, we're getting we we've, we've been getting waxed majority of the season here. What I, think, I guess what yeah, I think we won what open yeah, we won opening day and then we won yesterday, I think. 
Yeah. I think you took another one from the Padres and then the first one from the Nationals, I do believe. Yes. Uh, Nationals yeah. have not been so fortunate. They are one and six. Um, and just the pitching has not been there. The defense really hasn't been there. And the offense today apparently is the exception of the score six runs, but they're playing in Colorado, so finally getting something going there. But it, it seems like they're a very scrappy team. It seems like they um, that is that's all they have going for them is that they can just scrape runs across in a very you know scrappy bunt, get them over, sack fly. That it seems like that's how a lot of their runs come in. They don't have big hits or anything, so we'll watch as the season goes goes on. Um, but that's kind of my takeaway from my team. I do think Mackenzie Gore is going to be special. He's, I think he's the one pitcher we have with a win, and he's kind of shutting down today. And it looks like he could be on track for another one. Yeah, it'll it's a little easier for you to get, uh, you know, get, get them on uh, TV. You know, as, a, as, a, as an East Coast team. Yeah, I don't think my teams are the uh, Rockies. I wouldn't really say my team. But, yeah, I'm, I don't think the Rockies are going to be on television much over here, if at all. I've so. just been going through the game stories after on a, on the MLB app. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When I wake up, I just go through their game story. And there's not a lot on there normally, except for what the other team is doing. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a lot of upside Gore especially, it's going to be nice, but it's going to be rough to watch at first. And they look like the worst team in baseball right now. The Nationals do. I mean, yeah, even, and I, yeah, and I don't it, think that's necessarily a close race in that aspect. I mean, they're going to be bad. Yeah, I'm trying to find the A's record here. Um, they're 2-5, and five, so not significantly better than us. It's going to be us and the A's, I think, for a while here. Um, yeah, the A's had like 2,000 fans show up to their game the other night. Yeah, and they barely had anyone show up when Otani pitched. Yeah, like that's nuts. I, they were double A and triple A teams that were doubling and tripling their tripling their attendance. Yeah, um, let's move over. You texted me that uh, Aroldis Chapman's throwing in the one hundreds again. Yeah, he was throwing like one hundred four. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, getting back into. You know, like 2008 of Rollis Chapman, you know, 2011 era, back when he was on the Reds. But yeah, it'll I be mean, interesting to see if he keeps this up for all the year or if it was just because he took so much time off. The the Royals bullpen actually looks pretty good in total. I mean, just in general. I mean, that's one thing they got going for him. Barlow's down there, brought in Garrett from the Reds. So that's the only thing they have going for him. They they're going to be very bad this year. Yeah, starting pitching is not there. I did I hear think... something though. Um, Zach Granke apparently last year his ERA, like win in Kansas City, was like a low two, and his overall ERA was like near five. Yeah, but they went like the first eighteen, at least the first eighteen innings with no runs. Yeah, and and I think in their first like four games they've had one run or they had one run. Bobby Wood Jr. has not picked it up yet. Uh, Peschetti, who should be good, is not is not hit, and they got a lot of things to figure out still on offense. Um, now over to the Padres as we continue to just jump randomly around. The they had a game the other day 
where Machado got a, a, a time violation. He went to call a timeout as the clock hit eight seconds. Apparently, the rule is you have to have called your timeout before eight seconds. Machado then argued because he called, you know, basically the moment it hit eight seconds. And the umpire ejected him. Um, there is a lot of speculation. I've heard a lot of people saying that they're following the rules too closely. And that you got to give a superstar a break on something like that. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, a rules of, I wouldn't have tossed him for it. I mean, granted, who he, knows? He was would, arguing a good bit about it. Yeah, but I don't know. These umpires are getting a little trigger happy with the yeah. whole ejecting thing. I mean, like oh, we didn't even talk about I the st- JT Romuto trade. Uh, that was bad. That was I mean, bad. I mean, they're, they're just tossing guys for no reason. Yeah, I mean, it, these these umpires have too much power. I mean, that's just. When these people go in, or when fans go into a game, they expect to, you know to see the best people play, and then they just get tossed for you know for arguing. Unless they say something like very bad, I don't think anybody should get tossed. Yeah, for for arguing balls and strikes stuff like that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I've we've had a couple of ejections. The Machado ejection was one. Um, there was another ejection on balls and strikes where the home plate umpire kind of like looked at the dugout and he kind of put up his hand to say like, you know, like stop. And then he turned back to the plate and the guy chimed in again and then he got ejected. That makes a little bit more sense. You know, you give a warning, you know, tell them calm down, get back to the game. You go to start the play and then they're still chirping over there. You know, that's a little different, but we have seen some like the JT Ray Mutal one is far. And we've seen a lot of others recently where people just get ejected very quickly. And there's no room for any argument, apparently. Now, uh, Grayson Rodriguez finally made his debut for the Orioles, and he looked good, but he he was sent down to the minor leagues to start this season. He made his first start in the minor leagues because he looked terrible in spring training and then was lights out in the minors and then came up and was pretty good in his first start. So... Exciting yeah, stuff no, for the Orioles. Yeah, th- a little bright spot uh, for them. Uh, now, did he start today, or when was uh, it? No, that was that was yesterday. It was against the Yankees, though, wasn't it? Yeah. So their game yesterday was postponed until today. So yes, he did end up two days today. Ago. Two days ago. Was it? Yeah, he did. He so, already pitched. Yeah, I was say I thought he ha- I thought he had pitched, but for some reason I was thinking it was today. Maybe yeah, it was, he it looked, wasn't against the Yankees then. He looked very good. Um, I'm trying to pull up his stats real quick on what he. I believe actually... it was the Rangers, actually. Yes. Yeah, okay. So five innings, four hits, two earned runs, five strikeouts. Mm-hmm. That leaves him with a 3.6 ERA. He goes up against DeGrom in his major league debut. Yeah. And he gave up two runs in the first inning and then went lights out after that. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He gave up his two runs early, and then he settled in and he pitched very, very well. But yeah, that's another bright spot for him. Uh, I mean, this Orioles team's a couple years away still, but th- there's a lot of a uh, lot to be looking forward to if you're an Orioles fan. I mean, you have uh, Adley and this guy. I mean, you have a lot, a lot of young talent coming up. Yeah, and. 
I've heard some people saying that there's frustration. This is more analyst frustration. I don't think this is a really fan or front office frustration, but with them not going out and spending money because they have one of the lowest payrolls in baseball. But yeah. I kind of like that they're doing that because they're saving the money they have for these young guys for the core. So they don't have to go and rebuild like the Cubs did and just scrap all their best players because they spent you know money on bringing in other guys. They can worry about bringing in other guys once they've secured these guys. Yeah, once they give these guys extensions, probably I would assume they're going to be looking for to extend at least Rutschman at the end of this year or the end of next year. Yeah, because they've been locked. A lot of these teams have been locking up their stars like that very early. Really early. Yeah. Speaking of stars that get locked up early, though, um, Wander Franco's uh, on a tear right now. He had his third home run just a couple minutes ago. And it leaves him with three home runs, a 379 average, two stolen bases, eight RBIs already. I mean, this guy, we we both really like him. Mm-hmm. He can do great things. What do you think he's going to do this year? I mean, he's going to be... He's going to be very, very good. I think he might be a dark horse candidate for the MVP. Uh, he was one of the guys that I I was considering, but I think he's a couple years away, you know, from really competing for that. But he might be a dark horse candidate this year. Yeah, I think I think he is the modern day Derek Jeter. I feel like we've said that before, mm-hmm. um, but he's you know more analytically speaking, he's a better defender. He's going to win Gold Gloves. He's going to be the core of this lineup. I mean, obviously they have Randy Rosarena, but I feel like he is just the core and the captain of this team. They've locked him up for a long period of time. He is the Tampa Bay Rays. I feel like he's a captain. He's only like 22 or something now, but yeah, he's going to have an incredible career and it can start now. Like he could be an MVP level player. Mm -hmm. And going back, I, I wanted to stay moving kind of smooth and I wanted to make the transition for, you know, locking up badly Rushman long-term over to, uh, you know, a guy who was locked up long-term in Franco, but that reminded me, I did want to talk about, um, Adley Rushman because he got off to a hot start too. Do you think today in the MLB like this year, a catcher could win the MVP? I think, yeah, I think they can, uh, I'm trying to think the last year, uh, like Joe Mauer is one. Joe Mauer did like back in the day, but it feels like yeah, it feels like star players were so much big, different back then. Like who was mm-hmm. the who was the Aaron Judge back then? They didn't have Vlad, Aaron Judge, you know, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, all packed into the into the league at that point when Joe Mauer was doing this. Like Adley could be better than that. Yes, Adley can be better than Joe Mauer, but. I feel like the the dynamic of the league is a little different right now, at least with Otani. Yeah, like I step down yours. I agree. I mean, so far this year, look at his stats. You know, he's already hitting. He's hitting three hundred, slugging percentage of three or a four hundred. OPS is seven, over seven hundred eight. I mean. He's well on his way to performing to give MVP numbers. But, yeah, I don't know. It, I feel like catchers don't get the love that they deserve in the MVP race. It is hard because you don't play as many games. 
you're, you're mm-hmm. there's a beating on your body and you're not going to be able to perform offensively in, in the same way, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a matter of things too. But also at the same time, there's not a lot of catchers like Adley Rushman. Like this yeah. is a guy who in his second year could already be the best catcher in baseball. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people could have made that argument last year as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we haven't seen a athletic catcher like him in a while. Yeah. I think he will win an MVP some point throughout his career. Yeah. I, he is so young. But with Otani and Trout and Judge, it's a, I mean, it's a little early. It's just his second season, too. Um, yeah, it seems like there's there's a lot of guys in front of him that he would have to catch up to to really yeah. be in that conversation of MVP. Yeah. But I think it is it's possible that that is in his future. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely possible in his future. Now, uh Sandy Alcantara, he had a bad first outing, but second outing uh against the Minnesota Twins, he was absolutely dominant through a shutout complete game. The game lasted 150 or excuse me, an hour and 50 minutes. Quickest game this year. Yeah. But, I mean, that's going to become the new normal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about an hour 50 because Sandy is just built different. But that was yeah. a game. There were no pitching changes for Miami, so that helps a little bit. Three hits for both teams. One run. One zero game. I mean, Miami has no no offense, but Sandy is amazing. Yeah. Sandy's incredible. Um, And that in that game... It still lasted an hour and 50 minutes. Kenta Maeda got injured in that game, mid-inning, and they had to do a, a pitching change, bringing in a pitcher who was cold. So that happened, and they still got this game off fast. So incredible, incredible stuff there. Um, over to the White Sox now. Uh, Aloy Jimenez is already on the injured list. Not a great start yeah. for the White Sox. No, not at all. I mean, this early on, we're a week in the season, and he's already on the IL. And the White Sox are so dependent on health because they have no depth. Yeah, I mean, they've had this issue, the same issue for the last three years. They yeah. have no depth at all. They had a they had an offseason to fix this issue, and the biggest signing they had was the biggest signing in franchise history, and it was for like $50 million. Yeah. Like, Didn't even hit triple digits in millions. N- no, and it was it was ten. What is it? Well, I think it still was what four eighty million four years, eighty million five years. Yeah, oh yeah, something like that. I mean, it's insane. I mean, don't get me wrong; that's a good signing. But if that's your biggest one ever, yeah. If you're and if your biggest signing of the offseason is Andrew Benatendi, I mean, granted, I was a huge. I'm a huge Benatendi fan. I wish the Yankees would have re- done everything they could to resign him. But if that's, that's your biggest mean. signing. Yeah, that better means something. You better have more to come into your team than just Andrew Benatendi, especially when you haven't. Your health has been an issue for the last three years. You haven't had a bench for the last three years. You know, you're. You have hopes to win a division title. Like, I don't know. It just. They just make no sense to me at all. Yeah, and the starting pitching has not been great. Kopech got absolutely shelled, and Giolito through two starts is is absolutely terrible. Again, I mean, I don't think we really saw him turning it around again, as he seems to do every once in a while. Um, So White Sox are in a bit of a pickle already, if you will. 
Uh, Christian Yelich, I was watching a, a Brewers game. The Brewers offense is kind of coming on strong, and it's due to a lot of rookies. Uh, you sent me yeah. a video early, earlier today about um, some Dark Horse Rookie of the Year candidates, and there's a lot of, a lot of Brewers in there. But Christian Yelich, I think it was ESPN, was basically just calling him out and just saying that he needs to get back to being an MVP and that he's not good now and all this stuff if this Brewers team wants to do anything. Yeah, granted. Christian Yelich isn't bad. No, he's not bad. I mean, he might not be the player that he was before, you know, he broke his knee. But, I mean, that that's kind of a career-altering injury. Especially when you're in a sport like baseball when there's so much movement in the lower body and you're so dependent on the lower half of your body. And yeah. knees kind of knees kind of are important. And despite all that, he's still putting up really, really good numbers. Yeah, like, I mean, he's not he's not carrying the team like he could probably in the past, but he's, he's still not still having a bad he's not having OPS a bad season. Plus. OPS plus around 110 normally still. I mean, he's he's managing um, a good bit of war, you know, around three war. Yeah. That's borderline all-star. And that's probably, maybe that's not what you want as an offensive leader, but that's why they brought in Jesse Winker. That's why they brought in, you know, Contreras. And so I think they, I don't, I don't know. The, the broadcast going off on that and saying that he needs to turn around and be an MVP again for them to do anything. I don't think that's the case. That's why the rookies are here. I think they just need him to continue plugging along as what he is. And that is a solid, reliable piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And, and they have a lot of young guys coming up that, I yeah. mean, that I, they kind of took me by, by surprise. Very much so. Now, one thing not going well for the Brewers, there are a lot of things really going well for the Brewers, but the thing that is not going well is Corbin Burns is pretty frustrated with the team. This has been tracked for quite some time, mm-hmm. and he now has two really bad starts under his belt this year. Yeah, so, I mean, he kind of psyched himself out with his comments earlier, Uh talking about how they're not paying him, you know, what he's deserved and all that stuff. So it's really not helping his case with these, uh, with these starts. He's really going to have to get it together if he's going to, because this is the last year that on his deal, correct? This is arbitration year. So I believe so. That is frustrating for him. He, you know, he wants to do more, but he also just wants to get out of there. He's not happy with where he is. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's bad for this team as they try to compete because they're off to a hot start. After a very hot start. All right, Angels. Angels are off to a hot start as well. Um, they are. They are. First game of the season, though, was not great for them. They lost to the Oakland A's with Mike, or excuse me, with Shohei Otani on the mound. And everything I heard, everything from ESPN, MLB Network to you know, just random baseball podcast was, you know, just another humiliating loss for the Angels, just another year of the Angels being the Angels. I think they took that kind of personally. They yeah. came out, next day they scored like 11 runs in like the second inning. Yeah, which, I mean, the, the offense should be, they they should be hitting on all cylinders. Their health, we've talked about this on 
tons of episodes. It seems like they're finally healthy. You know, Trout's as healthy as he can be. You know, you have Otani. I mean, you have all these guys. You know, it's now or never for them. And it seems like, you know, they're really taking that serious. Yeah. I mean, they're four and two now. So they've, they've really pulled it together since then. And, you know, you mentioned all the stars, but Taylor Ward's going off. And Logan yeah. O'Hoppy, you know, the catcher is, these guys are killing it. They got, you know, the guys they really need out there, the guys really pulling it together for this team. So that's good to see too. Mm-hmm. Um, so good stuff there. The Seattle is kind of the one that looks a little bit more disappointing, but it's a little too early to say anything about them, I guess. Um, I forget what the Sunday night baseball game was, but the K-Rod show on ESPN, you and I were talking about this. You said you would refuse to watch it, so I sacrificed for half an inning and decided to watch it and decided to write down some things. Yeah, I'll say, I think you tried to watch it and you lasted half an inning. I don't think you said, I'll just watch half an inning. Yeah, You tried to to watch more and you couldn't. I had no intentions of going a specific amount of time, put it that way. I knew I wasn't going to make it long, but I decided to turn it on. Um, I, I feel bad for you. <laughs> so I turn it on. They got some guest on there. I don't know who the guy was. They they trashed analytics the whole time. Um, they made comments about how fans don't understand how hard things in baseball are. And so us just using analytics all the time is not uh, not valid because we don't know what it's like to actually be up there at the plate. Um, there was a lot of back-in-my-day talk. And, I mean, the really frustrating thing to me was they just weren't talking about the game itself. And I think that's what, like, Manning casts when they do it. They do keep things focused on the game. Like, yes, they go off on stories, but they're telling you, you know, how to understand this play or, you know, you know this play going on. Or they're, t- they're telling you a story about the player on the field. Or they're telling, you know, they got a guest on there telling you why they're a fan of that team. There was no talk about the game whatsoever. Just an occasional, like, Kay would come on every once in a while, and he would make his occasional, like, oh, so-and-so made the catch for the third out of the inning. And then they just go to commercial break. That was a frustrating thing. It was like the game was extremely secondary to everything else. Yeah, I mean, this is a disaster. It's, it's about the baseball game, and there was the baseball game was barely a piece of it. MLB Network did a much better job with this last year when they did their, I don't know what they called it, the but they basically had a bunch of guys just sitting there. They had CC Sabathia and a bunch of other guys sitting there watching the game. And they were talking, they were talking you through the game. They were talking about stories about being in situations exactly like the ones going on in the game right now. And it was so much better. Yeah. Um, so. Unfortunately, MLB Network is no longer on YouTube TV. Yeah, I did find out, though, um, that I can watch it on the app finally. I don't know why the MLB app for a long time was not letting me use um, Xfinity to sign in, which is my normal TV provider. Um, But this year they changed it, and they did let me sign in with Xfinity. So I regained access to MLB TV, I guess. Um, Yeah, yeah. I made my free account for the – or I don't want to say created – had my – free account, you know, logged back into that, started watching the free game of the day. Kind of kind of forgot about that. Kind of forgot you can yeah. do that. 
it is kind of nice because normally that's not a good game, but it it gives you a chance to watch players you wouldn't normally see. Yeah, I'll say there's been a couple pretty decent games. Like the Yankees were playing the Phillies. Granted, the Phillies yeah. aren't off to a great start, but it, they're still a good team. Like that's still a playoff team. They're still correct. Yeah, I mean, even though they're what one and seven, two, yeah, two, two and seven, something like that. It's all uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, so they're just not off to a great start. But I mean, th- that's going to be two great teams by the end of the year. Yeah, and you know, to, along with the MLB TV free game of the day or whatever, I've also been doing the game of the day for our socials. I'm kind of trying to do the same thing. Like I'm trying to mix <laughs> it up right now. Um, take a moment to, you know, I'm not trying to go with nothing but like playoff contenders now early on in the season. Cause that'll, that'll probably happen later on when we have like important races and stuff going on or when we have pitchers who are hot or, you know, lineups that are hot or teams that are on winning streaks and stuff that'll happen later on in the season. As of right now, I'm just interested in like kind of just seeing how some of these guys are coming to leave, like Rowansi Contreras and stuff for the pirates. Like, I kind of wanted to see how they do this year. And, you know, the best time to figure that out is kind of early on um, when we have that. So that's kind of how the game of the days have been so far. But today's game of the day was uh, Brewers and Cardinals. And this is where it starts to get interesting because this is a, this is a big series very early on in the year. Yeah. For the teams especially, that are gonna... especially for those Cardinals. They got to get something going. Yeah, they're cold right now. And they're already... They're down currently in this game, and we're recording in the middle of the game. I'm sure you guys know the final result. But, yeah, the Cardinals are not doing too hot, and the offense is fine. The pitching is not. Kind of knew this was going to be a bit of the issue coming into the season. Um, Jordan Walker. As usual. Yeah, yeah, very true. Jordan Walker is is hot. He looks like he's doing very well in the big leagues. Um, I would say, though, he, he, I think he has a struggle with launch angle. Everything he has hit, and he still has a good batting average. His numbers are good. But, like, every highlight I see of him is just, like, ground balls or low-line drives to the infield. So, he is the ball incredibly hard. I think he just needs to figure out that launch angle a little bit. Same thing with Vlad Jr. Uh, Vlad Jr. is really just doesn't have the launch angle right now, but hits the ball incredibly hard. So, if they can figure that stuff out, that will be great. Brewers are hot, though. Yeah, the Brewers are hot. Their rookies have a lot to do with that. They have a lot of, you know, rookie of the year candidates, uh, you could say. But, yeah, we, we've already talked about the Brewers much, so we, we probably shouldn't go too much into them. Yep. Now, use some new jerseys, though. Twins brought out the new jerseys this year. What do you think of those? <laughs> Glad we're on the same page. I like I like a simple jersey. I think we both are, are on the same page about a simple jersey. Theirs, it, it's a simple jersey, but I don't know just what it's not is. it. It's just not it. It's just odd. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I they're saw, trying to do. Yeah, I saw a picture of jo- uh, Joey Gallo in it. Yeah, I think it was it was a video of him or a picture of him at the plate, and I was like, what? I was like, those are terrible. But yeah. I wouldn't say they're bad, but they're not great. They're definitely worse than what they had before. I was going to say, have the Twins jerseys ever been that good, though? I feel like they've always been. Yeah. How about the pinstripe I mean, ones? They've always had a lot of pinstripes. I don't think, I don't know if I've seen the new pinstripe. No, I don't think they have new ones. They're just old ones. I feel like they've always had oh, yeah. like, the pinstripe stuff. 
I that not the greatest pinstripes ever. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at their new jerseys now. I will say, I like how they incorporated Minnesota part, but I mean, it, they're just they're very bland. I, I think we talked about this before. I th- I think the M hat looks terrible. Yeah. It looks like the Miami Marlins. Yeah. They had the, for some reason, I'm getting that. Do you remember those bright orange Miami Marlins hats? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, that that's what that M reminds that's me of. That's what that logo looks like. Because it was. Yes. And they had the black hat with that same M on it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and the the navy jerseys and the gray jerseys just don't have anything to it. The, I do like the white ones that just say twins across the front. That's kind of nice. See, but I like the I like the simple. ones that say t- Twin Cities on them. Uh, yeah, those are decent too. Both the whites. I don't like the hat on that one though. Navy hat with the with the white lettering. Kinda. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fa- I'm not a fan of any of their hats except for the traditional logo. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, the Miami Marlins have basically been bringing out a new jersey for every game. It feels like not so much like new jerseys, but like they had uh, they had retro jerseys, and then they had the City Connect jerseys, and then they've had their standard jerseys, and they have the black jerseys. This team just has a lot of jerseys, and it's kind of nice. Yeah, I think they're wearing their throwback, you know, Florida Marlins jerseys. I think they're wearing those like every Friday night at home or every Thursday night. I really like the throwback. Yeah, I I wish they'd go, or I wish more teams in general would go back to their throwback jerseys because jerseys from 10, 15 years ago are way better than the jerseys they have now. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of understood. Like this, all across the league, jerseys were better back then. Yeah. Yeah, and their city connects are fire too, so I'm glad they're using those as well. And that's that's nice to see. But yeah, I do like you know the, the white with the pinstripes and like the greenish blue. I I really like those. I want to see more of that. So that is about all the baseball news we have for today. Obviously, there's been a ton that's happened this week. Uh, so make sure you come back next week because a ton more is going to happen. So we'll make sure to update you on that. Make sure you're following our socials. Um, TikTok, Instagram. I have a lot of game of the day stuff coming on there. You want to keep up to date with that. No, you got anything else for us? No, not really. Uh, you know, it's a little early in the season, you know, so there's not too much stuff going on, just a lot of excitement. And, uh, you know, it's crazy, you know, when when teams that don't do well, you know, it's kind of like, ah, it's early on in the season, you know, they'll get it going. And then if, Teams that aren't expected to do well do well. It's like the total opposite. You're like, oh, these teams are actually doing well. These teams are performing. You know, their problems Rangers are doing uh, well. Yeah, these the, the problems aren't as big as what they thought. So it's always interesting this time of year when people kind of kind of give those comparisons and how it's yeah. It, it's a double. It's c- kind of a double standard in that aspect of it. But it, it's fun. It's interesting. You know, here in about a month, those storylines will kind of die down a little bit. But yeah, I, you know it. Happy, meaningful baseball games are back. Uh, you know, the rule changes haven't really been that big of a deal. I don't think, you know, we've talked about earlier with the couple of, with uh, Machado's ejection, ejection over one. But, you know, games haven't really been affected by it. Uh, game times are down. I think they, we shaved 30 minutes off. Dude, that's off incredible. 
which is crazy fast and the excitement's happening fast yeah yeah there's been more hits more home runs you know it's just so many stolen bases i feel like every game i've watched has like three stolen bases yeah i mean glaber torres who kind of uh is balling out right now you know he might be a dark horse for a mvp as well uh contract year for him he wants to be a yankee he's playing like he wants to be a yankee but he had five stolen bases or ten stolen bases all of last year. Through the first six games, he's had five. Yeah, Miles so, Straw has like eight or something like that. Like, yeah, the Guardians are taking advantage of it, but like everybody, like every game I have on, somebody's stealing a base. It's, it's awesome to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a part I of the think. Game. Yeah, it gr- is great. I, I can't remember what podcast Todd uh, Fraser was on, but he was talking. The stolen base leader may hit triple digits this year. Which at first I was like, that's, I thought that was crazy. But he says it could be, it could be up there. Now I, I could, I could see it get close. I don't know if it'll hit triple digits, but it, it it's going to be significantly more than what it typically is. Yeah, and it's going to be guys who don't normally steal bases doing some yes. stuff too. Yeah, I mean, like Torres, one of those guys that we mentioned, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, I was thinking fast guys. We didn't even talk about how uh, Jazz Chisholm's hurt. Yeah. Is he officially out for the? I know I've heard like he's possibly out for the year. I don't. It hasn't been released yet, but I mean that's a huge one for an already offensively challenged my uh, Marlins team. Yeah, it kind of feels like Miami's just kind of like Luis Arise and nothing else. Unfortunately for Luis, they got great pitching. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those uh, predictions, you know, me talking about you know Marlins might be a playoff team and all that, that just went out the window. So. We, uh, you know, he, this injury may not be as serious as we think. Yes, but might as well go ahead and you know chalk that in one of our misses of the year, like we'll do uh, at the end of the season. I'll make a sheet for that. Yeah, go ahead, and, go ahead and put Noah's take of uh, the Marlins being playoff contenders. Go ahead and toss that in there. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next next weekend when I'm sure we'll have something else to toss into that bucket as well by then. Yes. Yeah, so. Come back next week and hear us, uh, you know, have some bad takes. (laughs) What a wonderful world.